I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hi, you ninnies. Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. I'm Cody. Woo! And I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, we got Mike. Yeah. <laughs> That's on Mike. Yeah. He's been here a welcome, bunch. You haven't heard him. Welcome but back he's to the always show. He's a regular. He's our guy. Yeah, he's, our, he's a man. How's everyone's mm. week going? It's going good. It's going all right. Busy. I'm gonna make the shrimp shrimp tank this weekend because I like shrimps and I, I clams. Seen, I seen you tweet that. What's going on? Talk to me about that. You know, I just really love shrimp. Shrimp in containers. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep the shrimp in my room and I'm gonna pet it. You're taking a bath of shrimp. Yeah, I'm know. taking a big old bath of shrimp. That sounds good. Shit. He's good with terrariums, but in this case, it wouldn't be a terrarium. No, it's an aquarium. With where <laughs> aquarium. It's where shrimp is. That's an aquarium. Is that how you say that? <laughs> yep. Exactly. Well, aquarium. It's, it's, well, terrarium means uh, it's got tyrannosaurs in it. Earth aquarium means it's got Aquaman in it. Well, to be precise, it's a aquarium. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aquarium. It. What about you, Tom? Anything happened in your life? Nah. <laughs> so bored right now. I'm so bored and happy. Did X give it to you this week? X gave me <laughs> nothing. You're throwing a lot of shit into a dumpster, I was noticing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We got strong as fuck yesterday. Remember that? Yeah, we did. You guys are lifting? Yeah, Mike and I were cleaning out the basement. Yeah. You getting rid of your dad's thing. It's roomy yeah. down here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got rid of the pop stuff. Oh, yeah. He oh, has no more stuff. They play a game whenever pops leave. It's called hide pop stuff in the trash until the trash man come. <laughs> <laughs> and that's this house's version of spring cleaning, pretty much. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, oh, it's yeah. abusive. Yeah. So this is a special episode. Yes, it is. Uh, because... When you're listening to this episode, we're going to be at PAX. What is PAX? I don't know. You guys tell me. You made the video games. PAX East, to be specificers. Yes. PAX East, the Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah, that's what that stands for. On April 5th through April 8th is a fantastic show of all gamewares. I'm going to stop doing that. How much, dick are you, <laughs> how much PAX dick are you going to suck during this? Oh, dude, I'm sucking all the dicks. I love PAX That's dick. how I got in. That's right, you did. <laughs> but you know what? Do you want to get in all days? Uh, then I gotta do anal? Yep. No, what? Fuck. I don't <laughs> God think... You're it. not painting a precise picture of what PAX East is to people. PAX you're East confusing, is a, They think anal's involved now. It could be. What? Who knows? Uh, it's I a, do. It is a, it's a video game convention. One of the biggest ones in the world. And why we're celebrating this is because Cody and me, Tom, and Mike... And our buddy Steve and Travis, who's kind of like a peripheral teammate. I just come in and steal your pizza. That's right. I've seen it. We have been building a video game. Oh. And we're expoing it. We're at, the at PAX Expo. East. That's right. At, at PAX East. And also at GDC, which mm-hmm. is in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That already happened. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> yes. That already happened. Ooh, That's true. Time wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're at PAX East, come hang out with us. We're going to fill you in with more details at the end of the episode, so... But, 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 booth 23093, fuck yeah. Yeah, It's Mm -hmm. in Boston. If you're in Boston, come shake our dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Come sneak in and shake our dicks. Go to that booth and say, hey, I'm here for the dick shaking. Yeah, they'll let you in. It's sold out, but if you you wink, 
<laughs> Give him a good old Cleveland wink. Yeah, yeah. Look for the Italian themed booth. You want to find a nice, like, you want to find a nice woman security guard. And you don't want to pinch her nipple. No, don't do that. <laughs> You'll get kicked well, out. Well, they're not getting in anyway. It's sold out. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that'll let you in. Oh, if oof. you get the right nipple. No, no, no. The third no, one. No. I paid off one of the security guards. All right. Her, her name is Tabitha. Find Tabitha and Fine. tweak her. Yeah, yeah if tweak you tweak it. Tabitha. If anything goes tweak wrong, Tabitha. don't blame us. Yeah, don't blame us. Uh, so who is on the chopping slab block town? Chopping slab block town is none other than motherfucking Jack Trammell. Ooh, do you know who that is? I have no clue who Jack Abloy is. We're doing a special episode <laughs> because of video games, kind of breaking a little bit of a rule that we don't talk about video games. Yeah, we, we try not to talk about video games on the podcast because the rest of our lives is games. Yeah, but I that. like video games. What did he do? How does he do things? He <laughs> Did he no-scope me? He, he no-scoped 360 <laughs> you when you weren't looking. He no-scoped hundreds of people. Oh, fuck yeah. Jack Trammell was the pit boss of the home computing wars. Back when video gaming was so intrinsically entwined with home computing that there was no distinguishing the two. So essentially, he was Commodore and Atari boy. Oh, shit. What? So he... Yeah. Shit, he made just, like, boring-ass, like, this is Mavis boy. He, he didn't make Mavis Beacon. Yeah. No, he did make Mavis Beacon. He oh. did. I didn't. Uh, I don't do any research. No, I you, didn't you do did, no you research. You did nothing. You just showed up and you started drinking our beers. Yep. But he did Mavis Beacon. The end of the podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's do the Twitter plugs. Roll the outro first. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. All right. Anyway, long story short, Jack Trammell, he was a businessman that made computers for consumers at competitive prices. Doesn't sound too bad, you know, cursory glance. Mm. However, he shit on his workers, he fucked his retailers, dumped on his competitors, and confused the shit out of his consumers. Mm. I, I also, I kind of lied, I did take a look at what this boy looks like, and he looks like a trash man. Oh, you, yeah, let's, before we, before we get into his okay. inner beauty. All right. Let, all let, right. Let's all take, let's all take shots at him. Mike, have you seen this fucker before no, we go? Oh, God damn I'll it. I'll pop a picture. Pull up a picture. Uh, picture speaks a thousand toads. So and that's what oh, this man looks like. Travis, take, man, your, take your first shot, Travis. Balling, Here we go. First shot man. for Travis. So this boy, um, because we're in the video game realm, he looks like Wart. King Wart. King Mario Wart from 2. Mario, mm. Mario, Mario Brothers 2, the best Mario Brothers. Shut the fuck up. How did you dispatch Wart back in the day? You just fed him vegetables until he died, right? Yeah, that's how you kill me. Is that really like radishes and turnips and it, shit? On like a Pokemon weakness chart, you'd like be weak. Oh my god! Yeah, he looks like a toad. Yeah, that's what he looks like. All right, Mike just saw him. He's Mike, just like a really bad person. Lay up. <laughs> like, dro drop some like, color commentary on the cast. Do it. Uh, he looks like a really mean Danny DeVito, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, like bad Danny DeVito. You know the um. That that shitty piece of artwork that's put on all those neckbeards, like pro communist shit with the the capitalist pig on it. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that. You know, oh yeah, smoking cigars. Oh. I like to call him uh, Darth Uggo, which is very interesting because a lot of other people in Tremel's life can compare him to various Star Wars characters. Mm. I am not the only one. To start this, I guess it was popular at the time. Was like Darth Vader and Darger yeah, the Dar Hut. Darth Vader is actually is one of them, and uh, Fer was it Ferber the Hut? It was yeah, the, Django, yeah. Django, Django, Django yeah, the Hut. Yeah, that one. Silent D. Django the Unchained Hut. So, 
in essence, shat on workers, fucked retailers, competitors dumped on him, and customers confused him. So, at the end of the day, why is he doing what he's doing? Is, is anyone profiting? Does yes. he make money? Yeah, he makes. Does he like to make? He money? makes bank. He makes bank. That's oh, why. Yeah, so he's pissing off so many people. Like no one's asking for this, but he's like, "No, you need this. I'm gonna give this to you and take your money." All right. Well, Hello. well, t- tell us more. Why don't we start with the top of his shitty life? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. When he born? How'd he do? Born December thirteenth, nineteen twenty-eight. Poland. Not a great time. No, that's a pretty bad time to be Shit's in Poland. Shit's incoming, if you yeah, catch my a, drift. that's a very bad time. Did he leave Poland shortly after being born? Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> but people made him do it. Mm. <laughs> Some goose-steppy fascist fuckers strolled into Poland. You know the story. The Nazis do their shtick. Relocate the Jews into the ghetto. So he was a Jewish man. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Mm. He was born... I don't... He was born Eidek Thursmiel. That's very I different. There's meal. There's meal. That's very different. He and he's Polish, so he probably Polish. had one of those L's that have the cross. No, everything it. everything's here, but like there's no? a Z where an A would be. Oh, okay. One, one of, of those. Idek, I D E K, there's meal. That's what T-R- Apple calls the penises. The Idek. <laughs> the Idek. Yeah, dog. There's meal. T no. There's meal. T R Z M I E L. Was there any clicks in there? I don't know. That's not that. Nazis crammed the Jews into the ghetto. Then they took the ghetto away from them. Crammed the Jews into Auschwitz. You know. Yeah. Oh shit! He was a he was a concentration camp. He was concentration camp boy. Joseph Mangala personally gave this guy a physical. Oh, like he grabbed his nuts. Yeah. (laughs) The cough. That's gross. (laughs) Do you know who Mangala is, Mike? No. Mangala is pretty much the. The Nazi doctor at Auschwitz that oh, says, wow. you live, you die, you live, you die, you wow. get experimented on. So this, you know, villainous, mad scientist actually looked at our guys, our subject, roast mortem subject's testicles. That is very terrifying. Probably yeah. palpated horrible, them. Yeah. Yeah. Palpated them, turned you know that, cough. Well, that'll turn anyone into a sour grape. Yeah. Yep. Do you know that oh, that yeah. guy, that's where we got most of our studies on smoking cigarettes? Mangala? Project From Paperclip. Mangala? Yeah. Project Paperclip. That is uh, us forgiving a whole bunch of Nazi scientists exactly. for their information. Yeah. They would make... Jews, unfortunately, like, smoke a billion cigarettes for- forcibly and then dissect them alive. What the fuck? That's, That's called crazy. a vivisection. That's called the Nazis. They're oh bad God. men. Very bad men. They had some Japanese cousins, but we'll get into that maybe. At a if later, you have a Nazi so. in your life, you're gonna want, what you're going to want to do is get them out. Is lose their number. Yeah, no, I would take it a step further. I'd say what you're going to want to do is uh, get a milkshake, put a little bleach in the milkshake. Oh, yeah. Give it to the Nazi. All right. Well, yeah. You, um, <laughs> Speaking of chemicals going where they don't belong, Jack's father, Tom, you and I saw this earlier, was killed by a gasoline injection. Crazy. That's that's a double take when you read, like, what? Uh. Gasoline injection. And I found, like, this was pretty much consistent throughout all the sources. So well, somebody shoved gasoline into your, your boy's dad's arm. Gasoline! My question is, why don't you just shove air, shove air into those veins? Cheaper. Uh, it is cheaper. Yeah. yeah, very much cheaper. Anyway, give you those little envelopes. Yeah. Also, gas was real cheap back then. It's possibly awesome. cheaper than air, and it so was leaded. Yeah. God. Yeah, dude. It's gotta suck. <laughs> Jackie got his ass rescued from Auschwitz by America, April nineteen forty-five. Good year for America. Hmm. It's a good one. We we won. We won it. We won Boys. it. We want it for Jack. Back to back, baby, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aged 18, he immigrated to the States in 47. Shortly thereafter, joined the U.S. Army. So, turnabout's fair game. Oh, shit. Thank yeah. you for saving me. I'll, I'll come work you. for you, boys. Hey, la 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 la, I'm free. Now I will join the army. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what he said. Very good, Travis. Then he joined, when, to Korea? The what? Korean conflict. Yeah. The Korean conflict? I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. 47. So, this is where he actually picks up his gadget and gizmo savviness. In the armies, putting together things like radios mm. and typewriters. Typewriters. I don't know how I slipped into this accent, but whatever. Yeah, if you're going to talk like a Nazi throughout the rest of this, I won't. <laughs> Premium not. <laughs> so he gets his tech savvy in the army. Is anyone else here, like, deemed the tech savvy fucker of the family? Uh, I feel like it's anyone, bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's I feel bad. like anyone that's under 35 is the tech savvy member of their family. Yeah, yeah they just like, fix my <clears throat> computer. Like, this is a phone. I'm set up my printer and like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do I fax from my iPhone? That's Help a good me. One. You know, uh, my immediate family is all tech. And that, we're not. We're not uh, scientists or anything, or Apple geniuses or something oh. like that. <laughs> you up on your. But shit. my whole extended family thinks we are because we have way too many computers in the house. Got a lot of computes. We have a lot of computers. We're gonna be talking about computers, boys. Can't oh, wait to get a new sure, computer. Actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the pesky Japanese in Jack Tremiel's side. Thanks to his service in the fucking military, got a sweet loan from Uncle Sam, 25K. Nice. That's hefty back in the day. Yeah, that's a lot of money. He could have retired. Yeah, mm -hmm. Uncle Sam did, down to the Caymans. What? Cayman Island. What about that's it? Where you go when you got a lot of money. I learned it in a James Bond movie. A little, a little <laughs> shady Bahama Come dealing. On. Come on, get up with Good the... foreshadowing. Yeah. I know you didn't mean to do it, but there is shady Bahama deal. I deals. mean to do everything that I say. Your shirt's inside out. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked. <laughs> he used this $25,000 to set up a shop in the Bronx that repaired typewriters. I went to a shop in the Bronx once to get an alternator fix, and it blew the next day. <laughs> that's why you don't go to that's, shops in the Bronx. Yeah, that's Bronx service. He called this the Commodore Portable Typewriter Shop. And they, yes, yes. Ring any bells, folks. Yeah, ooh, mm. Commodore. What does it mean, Trap? What does is, what is the lowercase Commodore mean? It means a uh, military commander of the sea, I think. Important right? seaman. Is it? Is it the yeah. sea? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't right. think it's... An, I don't, Step I don't, aside, hot semen walking through. Yeah. Hot, hot <laughs> semen stepping on through. I don't yeah. think that's American ranking because it's, it's captain. Well, it's, it's British, and in the Bronx, you just say, Hey, hot come. Hot come. <laughs> come get your come. Hot come. Jizz drizzling. I haven't been to the Bronx in a while. Drizzling. I have not been to the Bronx. Oh, uh, dude, don't go to the Bronx. Yeah, it's bad. Here's our Except first... some places are very nice. Yeah, Pelham's a great <laughs> area. That's the furthest north you can go in the Bronx. There's a, there's a lot of animals in the zoo they have there. Ah. There's a hippo ah. in the Bronx. One thing I want to mention about all of the New York boroughs. Yes. There's no wildlife. It's the only wildlife, there's humans. three creatures you get in New York City. Humans. Mm -hmm. You get pigeons, rats, and roaches. Do you know why we have so many pigeons? Why? Because they are not indigenous to the area. I was going to say, Christopher Columbus brought them. No. On his dick. No, a bunch of French... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on his dick. Perched up. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> he was hard the entire trip. Yeah. There's his, a whole family of pigeons. His dick was like the nose on that tree in Kirby. See video you know what game shit is going. on that dick? <laughs> a lot of There's shit. A lot on of that pigeon dick. shit. You no, know, on a serious dick. note, it was a bunch of French chefs who brought over pigeons from France Fuck to cook. These are we are we are looking at flying hot pockets. French <laughs> fucking penis. Pump motherfuckers. Yeah. I think the French would you call got them free? doves. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Now we're all fucked. I was walking in Penn Station. One almost hit me in the head. It was underground where it shouldn't be. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be in, uh, what, a Frenchman? in, in the area at all. It shouldn't be in the city. Yeah, the French should not be in the city. They should go all go to Montreal. Goodbye. Yeah. Ta-ta. Montreal. Uh, I can't speak any French, but I was, uh, I, if, if you're Merci looking at me, good, if you're looking, you would see what I do. I look French. I have a French uh, shoulder movement right now. He has now. some very good French. Describe it. Yeah. Describe it for everyone. It's ever. very suave, swanky. A little wormish. Yeah, you okay. know. Your podcast hosts aren't speaking French. That's muzzy. Wee, wee, wee. Did I fuck that up? Wee, wee. Yeah, I fucked yeah, that yeah. up. Tom has some exceptional French swimwear. Wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> you can see <laughs> Wee. <laughs> Here's our first peek into Jack's shrewdness. The Czechoslovakian typewriters he was selling were very decent. Good models. Good, good, good sturdiness to them. Good build. You can, you can punch a key and it would bounce back with that certain je ne sais quoi. Ooh. Ooh, genus. Here's the thing, Sorry. though. They were subject to the Warsaw Pact, meaning they could not be directly imported into the United States of America. Ah, crap. Here's how handy your boy Jack Trammell is. He shut up a shop. Mm-hmm. Across the border in Canada. Oh. So Montreal. It, there you go. Yeah. Oui, little, 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 little Canadians. Poutine. Poutine. He would catch the parts, walk them across the border, and boom, boom, bang, make a Czechoslovakian typewriter and sell it. Bada boo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. This is almost <laughs> smuggling, but it's technically under the radar, so it's, it's like, eh, eh, eh. Hey, look, I've never met anyone who died from a typewriter overdose. Nope. So it's fine. It's good. <laughs> All this was for naught, for as soon as Japanese typewriters hit the market, anything other than Japanese assembly was unprofitable. Ah. Damn Japanese. They got us. Fucking Sonys. I don't know if they're Sonys, but pretty much, like... Probably Nintendos. Sony's been around for a while. Show up. They've been yeah, around since ruin the market. Forties or something. Same thing with Nintendo. They had, a, they, they had a different name. Well, uh, Nintendo was eighteen ninety seven. Eighteen ninety eight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, what? dog. They're making them playing cards. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're bringing back to video games a lot. Just uh, that's a good thing now. Yeah, that's this it. one. That's this a episode. Great thing. Good thing. Do you know that Nintendo was actually founded by a man named Wario? No. And <laughs> originally the company was called Wario Wears. No way. And yeah, and, and the whole idea of the company was to do really weird things. And you like get what? money. For like it. what, Travis? What weird things would you like do? Like picking your nose okay. or shaving uh, okay. your beard. Yeah, you gotta shave your beard. But anyway, <laughs> let's move along with the story. Got That's his commercial turd pushed in by the Japanese. He shed 17% of the stock to a man named Irving Gould to stay afloat. Ooh. Remember that name, Irving Gould? Irving. It will reoccur, but... It, but essentially take away that Irving Gould <laughs> saved uh, Jack Trammell with a bailout, more or less. Nice. Very kind of him. He was probably a gentleman. And, and a scholar. Yeah. I have a feeling Irving's not going to forget this fact. No. Mm. It will follow him. Haunting music. Cue it. We can't hear it over, you idiots. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So, shed 17% of the stock staff load. Use this money... To delve into the world of adding machines. Ooh. We know those are going to stay around for a while, don't we? 
Dude, that's like math blasters. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, like an adding machine. Just move along. Getting sick of Travis talking shit. Don't worry. I'm just making nonsense (laughs) out of my hole. I'm getting so so sick of this, Travis. I I want you to keep in mind this man's fortunes and failures throughout his entire life are upon the shoulders of technologies you and I wouldn't dare touch nowadays. I wouldn't dare. It's just like, I don't... Adding machine? No. Fuck that shit. Like, I don't know, type, typewriter, fun. <laughs> no. Like, he lived and died for something everyone at this table and everyone listening at home does not need ever again. Dude, but people are going to live and die at the Apple store and be like, that's dumb. They had fucking phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same way people are going to look back in 20 years from now and be like, post office? Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Okay. We just have the FedEx mental wave. Yeah. And it delivers our shit through our brains, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Beams commercials when we're trying to eat food, but whatever. I ordered it off Amazon. <laughs> I got it from eBay. Two day shipping. Mm, yeah, for free in your brain. <laughs> yeah, my brain. Some sexy and salty, high in sodium, low in soy. Adding machines were adding up for Jack until bum bum bum. The Japanese make a cheaper version and flood <laughs> the market again. The Japanese strike again. The Japanese strike again. Blow out the market. Hello, Jackery. <laughs> the fuck are you? The fuck are you so hard in the innocent? We do not like your product. We make it for cheaper, make it better. That's that's verbatim. Very that's good, really Travis. Good. Yeah, that was actually a quote. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so yeah. if you're offended, just fuck off. <laughs> after you subscribe. Fuck off after Prove you subscribe. Prove us wrong, you dumb fuck. Yeah. yeah, tell me what it means in Japanese for real. It's probably like Shiba Inu. Yeah, translate what <laughs> yeah, tra- translate what Travis just said from Japanese to English, <laughs> and you'll get a free shirt. <laughs> All right, they can just use Google Translate. I'm just gonna get one of my old shirts. You know? <laughs> Tramel's like, "What the fuck is going on, man? Getting my butt pushed in by these Japanese guys." And he's 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 sitting there like you know he's a he's a Polish guy, but he's sitting there Im- immigrant to America like, "Come on, America, land of opportunity should." beat the Japanese guys every time, right? Like, this is yeah. capitalistic America, sure. Hell yeah, we got hot dogs and hamburgers. Truman like, said we could. I was like, what the fuck are those Asian guys doing? He actually packs his bag and goes over there to see what they're fucking doing. I don't know shit. Which is like, I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because he's like, what's going on after he got his ass pushed in twice? That That's good. So th- is this when he picked up uh, his love for tonguing sushi? What? Are, no. <laughs> Do you know what tonguing sushi is? No. It, do any of you guys know what tongue and sushi Where are you is? Taking yes. This? You do? No. You just put your tongue in sushi, right? Well, yeah, it's when you <laughs> pop all the ingredients out with your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> out of the Yeah. And but you do it upwards, so it falls on your face, you lick it off afterwards. Oh wow. Yeah. That's something else. Cody more please. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we know Drac Jamel is I'm Cody now. We know Drac Jamel is involved in tongue and sushi. Okay, as I said, uh Travis, shut your mouth. <laughs> He's in Japan. Cause they they beat his pants in twice, and while in Japan, he gets a whiff of something. He gets a whiff of something. You smell that? That's calculating and computing machines. Whoa! Oh shit, yeah, dude, that's better than adding machines. Yeah, exactly. You don't need fucking ink and paper to do math. It's harder that you need those things for an adding machine. Wait, I don't need to do this with my brain no more. Oh, well, you shit. never did, but the fact that you didn't have to keep a fucking roll in your calculator anymore. Oh, true, true. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. So he, he smells this, and he's like, wow, adding machines are fucked, which is a big revelation. That's big on, you know, him as a businessman to 
see something and be like, wow, what I'm doing is not going to last. Yeah. That, that's yeah. great perspective. Take some gall, dog. For sure. Figure it out. And as he's high on this calculator wave, computing calculating machine wave, you know, mm-hmm. it's new. That's what those were called. Kind of indifferent because, you know, computing and calculating essentially are the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. You, one has one uses a computer. The other one uses a calculator. <laughs> I'll put it in layman's terms, dog. When he's high on calculating machine-ville type. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, he's noted at working at such a busy pace that it was likened to if he had done something wrong and was trying to get it done before anyone caught on. So it was like a positive feedback loop. Like, I found out a loophole in the system. Let's abuse the shit out of it before we get figured out. Mm. But sometimes it was totally legal, and he would be riled up over nothing. He was that Dude. tunnel-visioned and focused. Dude, mm. was he the Neo? Did he figure out the hole in we're, the mattress? We're going to... We'll, we'll talk hole about... In the, ma- the hole in the mattress? We'll, we'll talk... I put a <laughs> hole you, in my mattress. Why are there holes in your mattress? <laughs> Easy access. For what? For f- the springs? Fucking his bed. Fucking oh. my bed, bro. <laughs> He's yeah. fucking his bed. <laughs> Yeah, don't even use your hand. I I hacked the system. Don't even use your hand if you put a hole Travis in your Travis Lee life hacks. I'm thinking outside the box. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm Travis just saying, I, I, I can agree with yeah. Jack Tramiel. You have to oh. really go and experience the world. That's thinking outside figure the box out you got to put a hole yeah. in your mattress. I was thinking thinking outside the box and thinking inside the box spring. Or well, fucking inside the box spring. Thinking you know, throwing your box. fucking dick in yeah. there like yeah. sausage, you know? Yeah. That's that's where the Taco Bell phrase came from. Yeah, he's, he's the a, box spring. He's the kind of guy who, like, if he opens the door, like, uh, for a delivery man, mm-hmm. halfway through him masturbating, you could shake his hand. Yeah, and it's fine because his hands free. I and feel just like fucking the mattress. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if Jack answered the door for a delivery man, he'd be like, "It's the Giorno's, isn't it?" Because he already <laughs> knew. Like he's the one step ahead of everything. We're not sponsored yeah. by Giorno's. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy Jack centralized operations in Bahama and set up branches throughout America. His branch was, of course, CBM, you know, his own company, Mm -hmm. Commodore Business Machines. Mm -hmm. But why, why, why would somebody centralize business operations in the Bahamas? Travis, I think you said the right word earlier. Remember what I said? You were you were, you were you were you were on about the Caymans. Yeah, he was a Cayman. Offshoring his shit. Yeah. Cayman's offshore accounts, Boomba. Also, the sun there is just fantastic. The sun's great. The reef is. God, they have geckos instead of roaches. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Wonderful. It was a tax shelter, more or less, because you know no one gives a shit. The Bahamas. That's what we call good business today. Yeah. So he was offshore and back in the fucking fifties, sixties. Uh, boot there. Yeah, Yeah, I'll say it. That's pretty. If I'm wrong, subscribe and let me know. So that's like where James Bond was partying. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Right? Yeah. That was yeah, like when he's doing man talk. He's like, I'm in the Cayman. Historically, I believe that's yeah. accurate. <laughs> where the fuck are we? Right this is now? a history comedy podcast. Yeah. James uh, Bond existed. Hashtag. Uh, we joke a lot, but that's serious. Nope. The Commodore PET. Okay. Not Commodore 64. What do you think PET stands for? I'll tell you. Personal Electronic Transactor. Oh yeah. shit! Wow. That just is that that feels like it means just nothing. Yeah, it sounds like mouth diarrhea. Personal yeah. electronic transactor. So it's your electronic something that does something. <laughs> you know, it's a transactor. So 
it acts between things. It acts trans. And it's electronic and it's yours. Mm. It's an actor. Yes. Zactor. Zactor. Someone who's Zacting around. Zacting all over the town. I still don't comprehend this thing. <laughs> it's a home computing console, aka what the earliest oh. video game console would be. The PET Commodore. Oh. Personal electronic transactor. Fuck you. Oh, frame of reference. Are we in the 60s? We in, the I, uh, mm. in the 70s? The 70s, I think. 70s. Like, yeah. About the turn of the century, been that bitch. Turn about, of to the be, 70s? about to be the 80s. Century? Decade. Decade. Oh, about to be the 80s. The okay. bicentennial. No. About to be the 80s. Excuse my nomenclature. Yeah. 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 So there's already some video games floating around at this point. There's an Atari's. Yeah. There's another thing. What was that? 74? Yeah. 76? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pong. So a little, yeah, little, little bit of all that good grams touching it. Good grandpappy video games going around. Yeah, Nothing uh, wrong with the Nolan Bushnell Pong machine. But we got right. the PET Commodore, a whopping erect, turgid four kilobytes of memory. Mm. Woo! Can't believe it. That's good RAM. That's a lot. It had a monochrome display. Oh, dude, that's one color. Shit. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what color on what color it was? It was uh, green on black. Oh, the Matrix, Travis. Yeah. You Whoa. mentioned it earlier, but... bro. Is he an MLG? Uh, a major <laughs> like, league he, gamer? Is yeah, did what? he like major league game it with it? Like, no. did he like touch the green and the black together so quick? Have you been paying attention? Uh, pick one of the pills, the green pill or the green pill. No, it was because I need black to be my hand. I'm gonna pick no scope 360, bro. No, sick. <laughs> this is the Matrix, essentially. This is what the PET looked like, and apparently, the screen, if it was on for too long, the the graphics would waver. Almost like a desert heat shimmering effect. Oh, that's weird. It gave you a migraine if you worked too long on it. So you had to, like, turn it off and have a cigarette every 12 minutes. That kind of, <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the Virtual Boy. Mm. One of our friends has a Virtual Boy. One of our friends has two Virtual Boys. Two Virtual oh. Boys. And it's black and red. Mm -hmm. But when you put it on your face... If you don't know what the virtual boy is, it was a virtual reality. It's the only virtual reality. It yeah. didn't strap to your head. Fuck the Oculus. Fuck the Vive. V virtual boys wear sack. That's a future. Yeah, that's the future. <laughs> 1995. Yeah, that's a future yeah. imperfect. <laughs> but you can only wear the virtual boy for like, you know, 10 minutes at a clip. It actually tells you to stop wearing it. Yeah. But if you continue to wear it, it feels like you're really wasted. Because everything just gets fucking, you get a migraine, everything hurts. Red. I imagine that's the same thing, just with green and oh, black. Yeah, sure. Trammell adopted a slogan at this point in time. We need to build computers for the masses, not the classes. So he had a fairly, what was it, bourgeois? Bourgeois approach yeah, that's a little... to home computing. Yeah, man. He's heralded as the antithesis of Steve Jobs, another guy. That was on the Roast Martin podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah, you Steve also Jobs is all, Yeah, Steve Jobs is all like, it needs to be immaculate so the elite can if anyone of our listeners has a Pippin, by the way, oh, wow. which was the Apple console, Apple console yeah. which I don't even think really hit the shelves. Oh, who's there? There's a few, few of them out there. If any of our listeners have one, we'd love to see it. Yeah, let me touch it. Let yeah. me Pippin it. Oh, just take a picture. I want to see it. I yeah. want to. I want to. If you gotta see it. Yeah, it, take pics. Make sure you date it because if you don't date it and there isn't a sharpie of your butt, then it doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Where are we? <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, I was just talking the uh, the game stuff. Anyway, uh, some more on. We Tremail. need to build computers for the masses, not the classes. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yes. an inverse. Exactly. Of Stephen Jobs. 
There was a downside. The machines were so cheap, they pretty much were hand-assembled. Now, you'd think he'd learn from, like, all his Japan ass-kicking. Like, yeah. You need to you need to have some future think. You need to have some assembly line with some, like, robots. You don't need, like, you know, laborers, like, screwing the shit together. That's that's expensive, and time, and Yeah, it don't make no sense. That's some old-world shit. So, what, uh, so Jackie Boy had these things so low that his production value suffered. Eh, not... Th- the machine was good. He kind of just stepped on his employees a little bit. Like, oh. oh, you pick this up. You make it get done. An Ebenezer Tremel. <laughs> mm, nice. He had a strategy for moving these PETs, if you will. Mm-hmm. Give Tremel a check for $795, and you get the prosumer tier. Oh, shit. Essentially, double the RAM in shit. 90 so eight, days. 8 kilobytes? 8K. 8K. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Four times Whoa. two is eight. Whoa! Shit. So the deal is $795, give him 90 days, and that check, you'll get the tier-up model. That's pretty cool. And if they couldn't deliver within 90 days, you had full rights to ask for a refund. All right. This is a new thing. This is this hasn't been done before. Like, your money back deal. Right. Yeah. Well, it may, it may have been done before. But in like, the computing is, world, yeah, though. This yeah, is I where mean, it's going to... very early computing. This is where exactly. it's going to shine. Yeah. Because the thing is, it took six months for these machines to come out. The pro ser- the 8K models. Ooh. And wow. In, That's way more than 90 days. Double. Yeah, this is a twofer? <laughs> for fuck's sake. So, how many people do you think asked for their money back? Like maybe five, six. Yep. <laughs> that's really? about Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. People six. did not care if he was late. They were they were just sitting like at their mail slot, just with bated breath, like, ooh, is he gonna come today? I don't care how much money I spent. <laughs> like they were on the hook already. It gotcha. didn't matter. Like n- like essentially nobody asked for their money back. They just wanted the new hot deuce that Tramel yeah. was gonna like lay on their laps. That, that was like schemy. Yeah, that was like that original fucking iPhone scheme. People wait outside, they're like, for the new iPhone, they're like, wow, I just got the same phone I got last year. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to ask for a refund. This is fucking banging. And it's kind of a deep psychological thing, too, because if you want your money back, you got to take action. If you want the computer, you just sit on your ass until it shows up. Right. So, like, most people, lazy fucks they are, are just like, eh. Yeah, people are busy. I'll wait for the computer, yeah. even though it's going to be, you know, 90 days late. You also got pride. People want to belong to something. So they know they signed up for something. They'll give the company some lenience to this, to have this elite kind of feeling. It's a uh, whole art world, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. And also, I, I feel like computers weren't necessarily a necessity back then. You know what we're I mean? Like, we're going to get into it. It's not yeah. like nowadays we're like, I need my computer to do all my work. It's like... This is like, I, I I just recently ordered a musket. And I waited, I waited a year for it. You know what I mean? I waited a year for this musket. Because you needed it. Yep. No, because I didn't, because I didn't need it. Like, if, if I needed the musket, I'd been like, where's the musket after a month? I'd be like, yo, bitch, where's my musket? Yo, dog. I was like, ah, whatever, it's a musket. I'm going to wait a year for it. All right, fair enough. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. They stop sending the musket once they know you need a musket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not allowed to have a musket, because... You want it so bad. Shoots people bad. Yeah, I could bayonet them in the penis hole. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> All right, Cody. Yeah, bring Let's from talk this about the Commodore VIC-20. Let's do it. And yeah. how it yeah. shit on specialty shops. Oh. Now, I didn't mention it up until now, but previously, the only way you got these computers, these very high-fangled, expensive, wizard-slinging magic computers, 
was from hobby shops or specialty shops. Mm-hmm. Okay. They kind of weren't run of the mill. You didn't find them at your 7-Eleven, at your Kmart's, at your Best Buy's. Mm-hmm. That you, you had to go out and find a guy that knew a guy that could get you a guy. Right. So imagine a very mom and poppy Radio Shack that would hold, you know, the computers that Commodore was shitting out at the times. Cody, that was like super dated because you said mom and pop and also Radio Shack and Radio Shack's kind of. I know that's. I had to go double. <laughs> I had to double down. That's on like, the familiars. That's yeah. like grandpappy and grandmammy at the Wiz. <laughs> Nobody beats the. If Wiz. If you don't know what the Wiz is and you're not from the tri-state area. It was Best Buy before Best Buy. And their slogan was, nobody beats the Wiz, the economy beat the Wiz. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone Uh, beat the Wiz. Short-sighted slogan. And here's how Trammell shat on Mommy Poppy Radio Shacks. They essentially threw these machines to Kmart. So Kmart was allowed to sell these at, like, you know, Kmart prices when mom and pop shops had to be like, well, we're specialty, we have to charge you. Yeah, they can't. They don't have the buying power. No, they don't have it. Mm. So what consumers were doing would would be to go to these mom and pop shops that have the lowdown, the diggity, the the manual essentially memorized. Ask them everything they knew about it, and then be like, "Thank you," and then walk into Kmart and buy that model for like half the price. Or I don't well, know half the price. Significantly but maybe, yeah, less. way le- obviously it, less, marketedly less. It's kind of interesting because that's like what we do now. We go into yeah. like a Best Buy and we're like, yep. "Hey, which one's the best one?" And then we like go on our phones. And we're like, "Oh, Amazon's got it for fucking ten dollars yeah. cheaper." But I don't Hell feel yeah. bad for shitting on Best Buy's chest. It's true, actually. Best yeah. Buy did start as an online store. That's well, you know, for example, no, but, you no, could no, go into a mom and pop or some no, shit. No, you're like absolutely that. right. You know, but like you turn around, you want to get the best deal. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame them. They want the best deal. They but wanna... like, be mindful of this. Like these specialty retailers have been the workhorse for, like, moving computer parts. Excuse me. (laughs) These mom and pop shops have been the workhorse of moving these specialty computer parts. Well, maybe they're selling sabrettes, and I want Hebrew National, or I want (laughs) Nathan's. No, they never sell sabrettes. I'm I'm just saying, I want the better... It's always ballpark! I want the better (laughs) ingredients. I want the Papa John. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Fuck. Yeah. All right. We were doing so good. Yeah, we did really well. (laughs) Travis... So, <laughs> so <laughs> the specialty shops, the tried and true movers of computer parts, were shit on. All thanks to your boy Jack Trammell. And also, there was another heinous, heinous crime committed in this marketing of the Vic Twenty Commodore. Shatner's the spokesperson. You mean William Shatner? That man. Whoa, Cap- Captain Kirk himself. Captain James Tiberius Kirk. Of the USS Enterprise. Was USS the campaign spokesperson for the Commodore Vic 20. It's funny because he's still doing commercials today. Priceline, yeah. Yeah. Right? Priceline. Oh, that was his latest, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But that was 50 years ago. Yeah. Sheesh. He's still going. <laughs> Look at him go. Do you like punch the spaceman, that rock boy in the face, and was like, buy your computer from Kmart? La Horta? <laughs> and he fucking won. Yeah, dog. Uh, Jack Trammell had this very counterintuitive thoughts, counterintuitive, I don't know, ideas towards what a budget should and should not be. That most people think like, oh, a budget, that's the money I'm allowed to spend for a project. But Trammell thought budgets were an excuse for theft. Like, if you have a $1,000 budget, you're going to use the $1,000 and some. Like, nobody ever came under budget. They would use everything and then maybe a little bit more. 
So he was very reluctant to be like, okay, you get this budget, you get this budget. You had to run everything by Jack Trammell. He was just micromanaging oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, micromanaging. Frame fucking, if you will, Travis. Yeah, I love frame fucking. Mm, I love frame fuckers. Mm. Like your bed frame. I like, oh, <laughs> like my bed frame. That's exactly. a callback. Or a nice glass there. frame. Oh. Make shards on my dick. Very nice. For days. All right. Anyway. So he sees budgets <laughs> as this evil thing, and he doesn't give them out. You had to do everything for Jack with petty cash, a.k.a. less than $1,000. Otherwise, you needed his okay, which means you needed to wedge yourself into his fucking daily schedule and be like, yes or no, mister, you know what I mean? And, and this you is, mentioned before he was very busy. He busy didn't have time to talk to yeah. people, the, the common folk. Yeah. He was a thinker. Micromanager. He, he was also a frogman, so I imagine you just feed him some flies and be like, here's your budget. Sell me. He's got the... Frog. Eyes. He does. He look. He looks like a frog. You're he right. Looks like a frog. It's, he's disturbing to look at. He's got really <laughs> disturbing features. I was thinking when he said disturbing like that, I was thinking of Bing Crosby, but like in disturbed. <laughs> oh, like I... disturbing. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna talk a little bit about Commodore versus Ti. Oh, Texas Instruments. Texas D Instruments. Dude, thank you. One of my favorite things to do with Texas Instruments. You type eight doesn't zero work anymore. zero doesn't work anymore eight, <laughs> and then you turn it upside down and it says boob. It says boob if you leave it <laughs> the right side up. I always turn it upside down. It had the effect. That was a Chris Angel effect. <laughs> Just saying that was a Chris Angel. Did anyone effect. catch that? Yeah, you don't need to turn that upside down. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? Guess what? Chris Angel. It also says boob when you turn it upside down. See, I type in eight zero zero eight, but then I do some some sleight of hand and I say, "Give me your money." And then, and then <laughs> to the bank teller, it. and then you get escorted out. Yes, exactly. I need this much for my budget. So we're talking about the the TI. That's Texas Instruments. Yep, 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 yep. That is the shit that all of our teachers from our age said. You know, you're not always going to have a calculator. Nope, TI eighty yep. three. TI eighty three. You're I not always going to have a calculator. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you, Branch. <laughs> I'm going to have a calculator at all times in my pocket. Called my phone. Yeah, really, you idiot. Right here in my pocket, yep. Mike. Uh, you're a few years younger than us. Did you have TI-83s in high school, bitch? Uh, they had. We had these like these high tech ones. They were like fucking like little like PSPs. What do you remember the model number? Because Not, we remember those things. Wait, really. they had like color screens and shit. No, it was still like green. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. you could play. Like, I was about to say the display technology. Some people you, not come you, you could, like get games on it and stuff like yeah, that. Drug wars, yeah, drug wars. Drug wars. All right, so it was all the same. Yeah. Uh, okay. The same shit, yeah. I used to use Good the stuff. drawing app and just try to fill in every pixel oh, black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Took forever. She was so much fun. Yeah. Fucking never paid attention at all in school. Yeah, they gave you those <laughs> things. It was like, why aren't you learning? Because yeah. you gave me something fun to fuck with. So he anyway, fought so with the Texas Instruments. Yes. And I want to tell you how T.I. snubbed him once in the past and what he did in retribution. Okay. So... You can imagine your boy Jack Trammell was in the calculator game. Calc. Who else in the calc game? Texas. Oh, Texas. Come on, oh. fuck! No, no, I, 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 I looked down for a second. I'm gonna. Cut You're fine. That. You're fine. No, no, You're fine. no. Everything. You fine. know what they say about Texas? Everyone's Only fine. steers and calculators <laughs> come wow. from Texas. Good, good save there. How many cows? Anyway, once upon a time, your boy Trammell tried to out calculator Texas Instruments. Yeah, no, no good. No, you can't do it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Little inside information. My mother worked for Texas Instruments really? for several years. Yes. Wow. I used to be a shareholder. And they were a good company. And they, they are treated great. were very nice. Nice TI. They're a good company. Good job, TI boy. They 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 have 
They have their finger in some military pies, I think. Yes, sir. They're mm-hmm. good at uh, making missiles land where they're supposed to land. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calculating, dog. <laughs> I guess there's calculate. <laughs> there's a fucking TI-83 on board that missile. <laughs> it just, like, duct taped yeah. to the, yeah, the <laughs> warhead, just like, ah, oh, got the TI on it. No, I'm, I'm seeing it inside the warhead, and there's some, like, pigeon duct tape to these shit. Like, just calculate. Yeah, yeah sign, tangent. We put the smartest parts in these missiles here. Texas Instruments. They know Trinogajabri. Propane-powered Texas instruments. So Trammell tried to out-calculate TI, which is not good. TI will kick your ass with calculators any day of the week, chiefly because TI makes their own ships. Huge. Yep. Huge. They, just, they just make them and then put it in the casing and then sell it to you. What flavor? Trammell had to, like, do some wheeling and dealing to get the chips and then put it in the casing and then make the thing and then sell it to you. So oh, he used... Ti uh, was like you know ha- had a head start with skipping like four stages of the process. Right, like back in the day, a lot of computing, uh, the same way it is today, where um, a lot of hardware that we use is piecemealed from. You know, Apple doesn't make all their parts. Obviously, uh-huh. you know they get they get shit from Samsung. Oh, so yeah. when Apple does well, Samsung's doing well, and, and even though they're competitors on the market. Yeah, same thing with like Apple uses Intel's yes. processors, yep. so yep. it's Intel's a separate company. They take the fucking Intel. Yeah. It's all fucking Frankenstein. It's, it's all there. Motorola was a big company back then. Yep. It did a lot of chips and stuff. That was in the NES and shit. Bingo, bango. Trammell humiliated, outcalculated by TI, yeah. which is not a huge thing from our perspective, but in the day, he was beaten at his own game, spited, and here's what he did to get even and then some with TI. Ooh. I like this. I like so it's Commodore game. versus TI. It's a little heavyweight slugfest for home computing. TI comes out swinging with Bill Cosby advertisements. Oh, oh a little jello in the pudding. Oh, and nope. <laughs> the wrong, wrong sponsorship. Nope, this wasn't Wait, pudding. Wait, but this was, when, this was when he's raping, right? I don't know the rape time frame. The Cosby. rape time frame was his entire career, which okay. is really sad because, you know, he did he's a He's a terrible stuff. individual. He's selling computers, tr- not We're going to roast him eventually, but. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> Soon enough. Well, he's rough because, like, he did all that horrible shit. He also, no. he also helped the civil rights movement, like, big time. But guess what? One of the best comedians. Boy, he did a rape. Yeah. Guess what? Not if you're good. a raper, if you're... Hello, rapers out there. Rapists. If you're a rapers... No, they're called rapers. Okay. If you're a raper, you're the worst individual in the world. Go hang yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You want to finish the show or just keep going with the hanging rapist thing? Uh, we can finish. All right, here we I don't think I offended anyone by saying hang rapists. The rapists. You offended the rapists. You offend, well, You rubbed the rapists the wrong way again, Travis. Are hey, you going to apologize Hey, to guess them? what? If you're a rapist, unsubscribe. Mm. <laughs> we dropped to zero subscribers. <laughs> what the hell, guys? We found out a lot of you rape. <laughs> All right. Commodore versus T.I. T.I. plays the Bill Cosby card. That's like a plus four reverse in Uno. Powerful card. Not the only bag, not the only trick in their bag. Follows it up with a hundred dollar rebate. Boom, pow. Ooh, ooh, that's spicy back in the day. Right. It's like a million dollars. Functionally lowered the cost of the TI console to two hundred dollars. Very, very competitive. Something else. I'm playing it low balling. Tramel, Tramel, <laughs> Tramel, Alex Tramel, Alex Tramel, Tramel did a little song and dance with retailers again to make up for lost ground. You know, the Bill Cosby advertisements. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining a lot of grease coming out of his eyes when he's singing and dancing. <laughs> Jack Trammell split his efforts, gave Kmart retailers the basic layman model, you know, like, 
Oh, okay. And he gave the prosumer uh model to the specialty mom and pop shops trying to get them back in the good graces. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay, you guys get this, you guys get this, everyone sell the best they can, go. Yeah. That's a Walmart move, by the way. Not a tangent. Right after Christmas, Kmart got the prosumer models. So again, immediately shitting on the mom and pops. Like, promised mom and pops special equipment that Kmart can't have. And then immediately after Christmas, like, gave it to Kmart. Dude, Kmart uh, is a... Sucks. You're yeah, shitting yeah. on your main movers of your product. Yeah, the people who actually care about it. And, and also, can, why is it making a deal with fucking Kmart? I don't Kmart know. Kmart so is the worst fucking place in the it's world. It's like a low-end Target. Yeah. Yeah. It's much. really terrible. Every time I go in there, they have a problem with their registers, and yeah. I'm there for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, That's well, so that probably wasn't the case back then, because they let people... Yeah, well, back in the day, they were using TI registers... And Jeez. now they're using Tremel's shit. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I don't know if this was an intentional move upon, you know, your boy Jack, but essentially all of the mom and pop retailers were like, holy shit, fuck you, Times Infinity. You've screwed us to hell. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Tactical move. This is a tactical move. Did they tactical nuke upon Jack's part. Oh, he wanted that. He wanted to burn Commodore Bridges because he wasn't working for Commodore too soon in the future. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, snake in the grass. Yeah, yeah. that's bye, like, bye, bye, bye. I want you to hate this company. Hey, I work for a different company. Oh, you done? Man. I don't know if he did that on purpose, <laughs> but that's how it panned out for him. Yeah. So oh, yeah. all of these specialty shops hate Commodore's guts. And Tremel isn't working for Commodore for long. So it's just like, oh. A company he started. Oh, so no. basically pawns it off on other people. Gives yeah. it a bad name. Works with someone else. No, Lol, not my company anymore. Jack Tremel does what Jack Tremel does best. Beats TI on the price. TI's rebates kick in, you know. Rebate comes in a few months after the purchase. Right. So it comes around. TI's got to hand out $100 bills to everyone that applied to the rebate. Mm-hmm. They're essentially giving away their console. Their home computing console. Right. Like they're selling it for a loss. That's how much the rebate was? A hundred bucks. Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. So like when it kicks mm, in, okay, they see. have to cover the rebates and that led to hemorrhaging yeah. of the financial ducats. Right. Yeah. So when the, you can't come the rebate anymore. thing I think they use as like a production thing. Yeah, we so they get right. this amount of money and we know we can make the product. Hurry it up, get it out of the door. Maybe some people won't ask for it. Yeah, exactly. You bank on that shit. Yeah. Oh well. And this Stomped out TI's console. The Commodore was victorious. And Tramel is sitting there like, this is what you get for fucking me over in calculator days. Like, he's holding a vendetta that spanned from calculator to computer. Mm. It's like, fuck you, TI. (laughs) You did this to yourself. It's me, Polish Fat Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that that was was amazing. (laughs) You... You done to yourself. Ho, ho. <laughs> I'm a fat Joe. I'm a jelly chub man. I'm a save I eat lasagna. I'm a Polish boy. I don't know. Do they eat lasagna in Poland? Maybe not. It's uh, probably pierogi. Maybe some kibasi. Anyway, little shit starts hitting the fan at Commodore. Um, we know about Tremel. If your operation cost more than $1,000, you needed his personal ink. To say you could do it. Man. So petty cash was a thousand or less. If you couldn't do it, you needed to find this busy, busy man and ask him if you could spend, I don't know, $1,100. Too busy. Excuse me, Jack. Excuse me, Jack. Can I spend more than a thousand dollars? 
Out of my way. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I'm off to lunch. I'm off to lunch. I'm it's, me, ah. it's, it's me, Fetcher. I'm off to lunch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when Jack went out to lunch or say fucking, I don't know, vacation. Ate 700 pierogies. Everything shut, everything shut down. <laughs> Even the pierogi eating because if it everything cost more than a thousand fucking dollars. Would this dude vacay a lot? Was he like more? Yeah, because he's he, he's a little fancy boy. Okay, more so than your average Joe. But the real damaging thing is the company shut down like when a, his ass was out. Right, like a real fat right. Joe that you need to get shit to sign off on. I will bask oh, okay. in the warmth of the Silesian sun <laughs> in South Oregon. <laughs> oh, it feels so warm on my tiny balls, <laughs> my Texas instruments. The As they sh- call them <laughs> in Poland. Texas Instrumentis. Uh, this shit got him in trouble with the shareholders and board. Now, I mentioned his name earlier, but there's someone called Irving Gould in the mix. <laughs> I don't remember him. He yeah. bought out 17%. Essentially, Irving Gould is the sugar daddy for Commodore. Whenever Commodore hits little rough waters in the financial quarter, Irving Gould comes in, saves them, and takes a little bit more of the pie, if you will. Oh, okay. Taking more percents. Yep. He's taken so many percents, he's done so many bailouts that he's pretty much in charge of Commodore now. He's got over 51. Mm. Uh, I don't know if he has over 51, but he's got more than anyone else. Oh. Which is, I don't, I don't know how they set that shit up. I feel like up, the picture you painted for Oof. He's, he's got the cojones in the, in the, in the, in the boardroom. Gotcha. The, the picture you painted for Ir- Irving Gould Irving is... Gould. Like Corella Deville's second husband. Yes, second <laughs> husband. That's that's ambiguously Latino. Yeah, I'm Irving Gould, and he has he what? has that, that, that is the most the Jewish le- name. <laughs> that's the least. No, 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 Latino no, 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 no. But it's it's no, 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 no. He's Latino, but he's rocking the the Semitic name as a cover because he, oh, okay. he, uh, oh, yeah, he, I see. He, his his massage parlor is a front. Or... It's Hector Hector's he- real name is Hector Jimenez. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Irving Gould. Hello, everyone. Muscle tough. Muscle tough. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good picture you painted. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of painting pictures. Irving and you Gould. just did a good one, Cody. Thank you. Fucking hard. Jack Tramell's uh <laughs> Jack Jack Tramell's awkward business standings of, you know. Asking for a thousand dollars, anything more to be, you know, notarized. Wasn't good with the board. Wasn't good with the shareholders. No. So essentially, the man who's holding the purse strings, Irving Gould, ha. that <laughs> that guy has bailed him out enough to be someone to be fucked with at this point. A fucker. <laughs> so essentially, Jack says something to the effect, "You can't do that, Irving. Not while I'm president." And Irving responds with the single word, goodbye. Oh. So he pulls a Trumpy. Not not a president Shit. Trumpy, like, uh, uh, what's him gonna call it? The apprentice Trumpy. So you fired. You yeah. <laughs> fired him because he didn't play ball. I'm Daddy Warbucks. So Gould was the fucker. Yeah. And Gould fucked. And Tramel was Trammell. the fucky. Yep. This is Tramel's departure from Commodore. Oh. But he did things before he left, hence burning... You know, retail bridges. Yeah. Strategically tactical. Smart. Tactical smart fuck and you. evil, though. He was a little corporate he, saboteur. He's evil and smart. Aye. Later, Trammell would go on to have an interview with Fortune magazine in 1998, stating, business is war. I don't believe in compromising. I believe in winning. 
little sounds like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was such a yeah. tough statement. Oh yeah. yeah, ballsy. But um, this is why it probably sounded like that. Yeah, though. sure. Yeah. I don't know about painting the picture, you know. But this is why you gotta win it. <laughs> man, wow, that was good. <laughs> so exactly. And I'm picturing like the tides is way choked up on like the double neck, real high. Yeah, <laughs> like waistline too. Sir, I, I I I can assure you, you're not a you're not a seventeen and a half neck size. <laughs> I am. Unbeknownst to everyone, Jack was let out just before the entirety of Commodore collapsed. I had a Commodore sixty four when I was a young child. You did, yeah. Did well, you it was make, my my pappies. Did you make any sweet tunes? Um, no, I remember playing this game with a kangaroo that taught me how to spell. It was on nice. a floppy disk. Yeah, that's uh, that was the predecessor to Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a little bit more shit hits the fan for Jack Trammell. The people realized they didn't need home computing. Oh. It, it was just too wacky. It was too early. It wasn't a refined enough commodity. No, it, this 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 wilds me out because the mar- the entirety of the market said no, which means this is all happening because Jack is too greedy. Yeah. Like the workers were getting shit on, the retailers were getting shit on. Mm-hmm. The the competition, you know, TI and Atari, we'll learn about those later, were getting shit on, not in a healthy competition shit on way, but like a really like evil, like holy shit, anti competitive way. The like dirty right. undercover. So like way. who's making out, Jack? Like Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing some some promos for early computers and it was like Make a grocery list on yeah, your computer. Here's yep. And it was com- like, but also you didn't like you didn't have a printer, so it was like exactly like <laughs> home computer. Like grocery list, I can't bring to the fucking supermarket. I'll memorize the monitor <laughs> and then like, walk to the store. Yeah, this right? works. You'd probably yeah. just use a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> That's easier. You home computing it. was marketed for doing taxes, balancing your checks, memos, like you said, grocery store lists. Yeah, but no, it was still easier. To whip out a pencil and do some old school figuring. Yeah. Because everyone knew how to do that. Not everyone knew how to pilot a fucking Commodore. Mm-hmm. Or anything else on that tier of computing at the time. It was too fucking early. So new. And Trammell yeah. was the fucker that pushed everything too soon. This is like the ultimate premature ejaculator. Like, uh, it's, uh, computing! Yeah. Everyone's like, no! And this is No, not yet! This isn't it, your fucking... This isn't fucking one of your MacBooks. This is like... A fucking computer. Black screen. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's no, like, nice little windows. And, oh, I'm just gonna go fucking shopping. It's not pleasant. You don't have the internet. This is years before the internet. Yeah. The fucking weird thing was, like, stylistically, back in the day, if the machine didn't look good, it was deemed more powerful. Like, if the UI was pleasant, it was deemed too much of a toy. Really? Like, oh, this doesn't have enough horsepower to do what I want. It's lovely. That's weird. So I, it, I almost get that. So if because you, I, I have an obsession with rack gear. Okay, go on, go. And do rack this. gear does not look pretty. Exactly. To the average person, the professional you, shit is rough. I want the shit to look like organized and fucking disgusting and really like not pleasant. Yeah, I just want things popping out of the rack, like. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a tight right, shirt. Sorry, okay. You're, you're, <laughs> <all> right, <laughs> like a tight shirt, and the rack is just popping out of it. Travis, you're. Drifting. I'm painting a picture <laughs> from. Th- yeah, you are painting a picture. Anyway, Cody Moore. So UI polished UI was looked on as to be like too foo foo, too accommodating. Like mm-hmm. I don't need my silver spoon mouse, thank you. I'm a computer. So guy. it was a very fancy stuff. exactly. <laughs> and also, it was a fucking weird marketing campaign 
to the parents of the age. Because do you remember like what they were trying to put over and burden parents with? Um, what was the sentiment? Do you remember? We if were... you don't have a home oh. computing machine, yeah. you're fucking your child up. Yes. You're literally screwing your child's future up if you do not right. enable the... access to a machine. This is the future. This is going to enable them to assimilate. You need it. Which is really dirty tactics. Yep. Because it's so not true at that time. Exactly. And they know it. They're like, no, my, like, it was wild. In, like, unanimous voice, the market was just like, no, Mm -hmm. we don't fucking need this. We still have pens and paper. We're faster with that. My child doesn't need that. Thank you. There's an abacus right here. You didn't need a computer until several years after broadband was acceptably yeah, fast. Exactly. Like, so like, was, if you're sitting there like, whose idea was ago? it? Not 35. Exactly. Yeah, wow. So you're sitting like, whose idea was it to spring this way too early? Jack, because money. Yeah. He I gotcha. forced he an entire it. thing on the American market way too early. And I'm kind of like seeing that again with this day and age. Like with like all the novelty electronics. Like, I didn't ask for my phone to be able to read my face mm-hmm. like what no i don't need it it, right. it seems like a very like uh, the most archaic way of doing the whole step right up like you need this yeah step right up here because you this is going to change your life he's a snake um, oil and it's salesman. total bullshit yeah snake oil sales yeah yeah so essentially the public was shit's too future get it out not yet and i guess they're right because <laughs> well, i don't know i mean they are right you don't need to write eggs milk and butter then memorize it, and yeah. then go get the, the eggs, milk, and butter, and then delete the file. These on your computers commodore. to me just sounded like at the time sounded like a typewriter, but you couldn't print it because you didn't have the very <laughs> expensive printer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, or the oh, very expensive it's... paper and ink, and you couldn't email it to anyone because there was no fucking internet. Nope, none of that. No. <laughs> so, and these early ones didn't have any. They didn't even have floppy disks. I think that was optional. They yeah. didn't come standard with it. That was like so getting if... ground effects. Woo! Oof. Got a floppy disk. Flop me. Flop me, baby. Flop me something. <laughs> floppy. So a floppy disk is like, what is it, like eight kilobytes or something? They're, they start out real small. I always love showing any I woman. could be totally wrong. I always love showing any woman I bring home. Be like, here's my floppy disk drive. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I got floppy. Here it is. Floppy, two KBs. My floppy dick drive. <laughs> I'm going to drive it all over you. One thing persisted. <laughs> that was a bad One thing persisted. People realized video games were still cool. Oh shit! I love video game. Yeah. Like they're great. They they're what these home computing machines do the best because you can do your checkbook balancing and your taxes with a pen and pad. Yeah, but video games are that's cool. You you can't really replace that. No, yeah. it, there's you, other you, kinds of games, but not that. Yep, yeah, that's good. It's it's in there, but the thing is, those are novel. Yeah. So what is the purpose for this huge machine? It's good for fantasy making. Ah, good pass. Hmm. Mom, I don't want to play Monopoly. I want to play the game where I'm a big orc with a big penis. And I get triple XP if I hang out with the elf. <laughs> yeah, this is the early triple game. XP yeah, okay. That's very advanced gaming. Well, I'm just saying, I don't want to play Monopoly. I don't want to play Scrabble. I don't want to play Sorry. I want to play <laughs> the game with the orc. Penis. I want to play the game with the orc. The hard orc. Are you talking Shrek Adventure on Xbox 360? <laughs> yeah, that's the one! He's an ogre, yeah. not an orc. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oops. Shut up, he's an orc ogre. <laughs> ogre. He's like, onion. Sabaya. Tramel gets his ass handed to him by Commodore. Irving Gould fired him. You're done, goodbye. Leaves the Commodore banner, takes up the house of 
Atari. He's in Atari. The Atari boy. Wait, Atari? The same Atari that my man Nolan Bushnell made? I love Nolan Bushnell. He's yeah. not there anymore. He got kicked out. No. Yeah, he's awesome, though. He's not there at this point. The yeah, dude fucking kicks ass. Yeah. He calls... Out. He buys it. He buys it. He's kind of picking at the video game collapse carcass right now. Like, yeah. oh, Atari, I see you're selling yourself because you're out of money. So this is during the video game crash? A little bit after. Yep. Okay. And he calls this Tremel Technologies. And interesting enough, name. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. He intentionally misspells his name... To ensure proper enunciation. So he drops the I in Tramel. So it used to be T-R-A-M-I-E-L. Mm-hmm. But he drops the I so people don't call it Tramiel. I probably have done oh, that a few oh, times. Right. You know who else did that? Just quick side note. Who? Chef Boyardee. Okay. Changed the way his name was spelt so people pronounced it Boyardee. Boyardee. That's a real person. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is Chef Boyardee yeah. alive? No, he died. Oh, Let's no, do Chef Boyardee he, episode. He, he, oh he actually God. died in Parma, Ohio. <laughs> oh man, that's sad. Tom, oh. why why didn't you do Chef Boyardee yet? This isn't this episode's not about Chef Boyardee. So Cody Moore, please. All right. Okay. <laughs> this this confuses me because he intentionally misspelled his name, mm-hmm. even though his name had been misspelled when he got here through immigration. His name is originally Idik Terzmio. You know. Right. Yeah, there's not his, even close. The, yeah, he swapped the Z for an A, and now he's just losing the I. So I don't know what he's doing with this fucking name. It's weird. It's yeah. different. I'm he's out. changing it. He's changing it. It's fucked. It's fucked. He's like, so whoops, gonna hit it, hit you up style. <laughs> whoops, I'm uh, Jack Tremel. Whoops, hit you up. That's what he did. So this is how he returns to the video game realm. He buys a little bit of Atari, and he begins like. Starting to, starting to put up his laurels, get some retirement going. And people are like, oh, thank God the king is dead. Who, who's, who's filling in next for him? Jack oh. Trammell. Nope. Sam Trammell. Oh, his sons. Ooh, sunny boy. Reynold Trammell. Oh, wow. Reynold. No, no, no. Hold on. I got this. <laughs> it's Gary Leonard and Sam. All right. Those are still hilarious names. Gary, Gary Leonard and Sam. Gary, Gary Leonard and Sam. Very Polish. So everyone's like, oh, thank God the king is dead. Oh, wait, no. There's just three tinier ones with him that will die less sooner. Oh, Jesus. Mm. And these boys, these boys inherited their father's looks fairly hard. Yeah, they look like sponge deck people. What didn't you say, Tom? <laughs> sponge deck people. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking gone. They, they look like loofah sponges that have faces on them. Like, oh! They, they have wild, grizzly Adam's hair. And, that is a, and not in flattering proportions. That's yeah. a premium description. Yeah, they look like if you took a Tostino's pizza roll and you rolled it around in <laughs> hair. Sawdust and hair. You gave it some eyeballs and you said, uh, go out into the wild, little boys. <laughs> That's what you said. Another, uh, yeah, you can, I mean, really, it's, it's rough. You know, you take, a, you take a branch off of a birch tree, <laughs> you burn it a little bit. And then you paint that white. Oh, those three <laughs> beige boys. These are the Tremel brothers, a.k.a. the Tremel lieutenants. Grabbing beers. Give me a beer. Beers. 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 Give me Tremel. 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 These are the Tremel lieutenants, and these fuckers would have some shtick to work over on you. Yeah. Newly implemented lieutenants. They would roll up on you as a group, mm-hmm. and they would do the whole, what is it you say you do here? They would do. They would surprise you, all three of them. They would have a five-minute interview with you. Sounds kind of rapey. Sit that you sucks. Down. And they'd be like, "What is it you do here?" And they'd press you super hard. And 
if you stuttered, if you couldn't explain it, you were just gone. Really? Five minutes, you had to explain what you did and why you earned your paycheck there. Oh, damn. That is terrible. Anyway, this blitzkrieg of professional assholes, this lumberging, if you will, mm-hmm. might have been hereditary. For his father, Jack Trammell, for their father, Jack Trammell, was known for something called the Jack Attack. Bop, bop, bop. And he would do this if you weren't shaping up. And it was a very formulaic approach for chewing out. You fucked up. <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would get in your face in a very public place. You get in face in like an elevator that's crowded or like a public foyer. He'd be like, "Why are you fucking up?" And he would make sure as many people could hear you were fucking up as possible. That is damn. That's dirt really fucked up. Dude, that is man. terrible. Yep. And again, doucheween. This is a challenge to you to prove you earned your paycheck. If oh. you stuttered, if you got didn't get it out, you were fired. Kind of hate this guy. Yeah, so hard. He is really. So you can see he fucking taught his three sons this technique. And then told his sons to roll around doing this so he didn't have to. I so bet, it was a passing of the Lumberg torch, if you will. I bet they yeah. I bet they were worse. You know what I mean? Because like he was probably shit like he was probably like, you know, very reinforced the idea, but they just were like imitating him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah imitators aren't even genuine half yeah. the time. Like they're just like three spoiled brats are like, hey, what do you do for a living? I hope they're packs, because they're alive still. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> Come on by. We'll talk shit about your dad, you stupid fuck. <laughs> so you got these three guys rolling around doing these five-minute summary firings. Verbal molesting. Verbal molestings that had real implications. They thinned out the goddamn Atari herd like crazy with these maneuvers. Put some shoes on. How many people Stand did, up straight. How many people did they get rid of? Atari had 1,100 employees. Uh-huh. The Trammell boys fired 900 of them. Damn. Really? <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, so the they kind of would have saved time by just reading the list of people that weren't fired. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I feel like they if they had fired the 200 remaining folk, that would still be a lot of people to fire. Like yeah. that ratio is totally flipped. For sure. It's not good. Yeah, it's it rough, was, man. It was a no bueno. Nolan Bushnell would never do that because he is a saint. Saint Bushnell. He's a saint with a fucking rock hard Johnson just ready to fuck him. He's got, he's got the Chuck and cheese. He's got the Chuck and cheese. He's got two fucking Texas instruments from hell. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, dog. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. He's about to roll up into your hot tub. He's about, he's about to fucking shoot some shit up. Let me get a bush. <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, so Atari's doing its thing with Trammell, and Commodore is floundering. You know, the old company that Trammell used to work for, because mm-hmm. Trammell burned all the fucking retail bridges on his way out. He set them up bad. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. You hate Commodore? Good, I'm out. I don't work for Commodore. I'm Atari now. Direct I- rival to Commodore. Hello. Man. Yeah, that's some slimy-ass shit. <laughs> Papa. That's like, know, you know, much... you're about to, to leave a company. Yeah. Just take a shit in your locker. Dude, that's a good technique, though. That's one of those life skills you need to learn. Just leaving in class. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I graduated. I'm going to fucking put some gum underneath the table. <laughs> I <laughs> carved my name in my desk. <laughs> when all 18-year-olds talk like this. <laughs> when Jack Trammell was in charge of the Commodore, shares were at $65 a pop. All right. On the flip side, after he was done stomping on Commodore with all this shitbaggery, price gouging, 
burning retail bridges. Commodore was worth five dollars a share. Ooh, so that dude, man stomped out that whole company. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he mashed it. This yeah. is essentially revenge complete from Gould firing him with a single goodbye. Oof. Yeah. This was the much. retribution. Suck my dick. That was just, that was just like his limp penis just mashing into Commodore. His limp penis with his three sons' limp penis. Wow, that's a lot of penis. It's a lot of limp tremel dick coming I'm imagining you. these three sons like constantly touching each other. Not like <laughs> like it looks sexual. It's not sexual to them because they don't know any better. <laughs> but they're real greased up. You know, like three dudes just like, what do you do here? I feel like they all look like meatloaf, you know? What's that? They probably all look like meatloaf. <laughs> Let's take a break. Bring them all up. Bring up the Tremel boys while I yeah. rattle off his death. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a, a right, picture. Of you them. Google the Tremel boys. Travis, ask me how he fucking died. How did this greasy toad son die of dying? Jack Tremel, he dead April 2012 from Shitty Heart. 2012. He lived that long. Oh, yeah, he looked pretty greased for 2012. Uh, 83. 83. I think that. When he died in 2012, he thought that the world was going to end. And that's why he died. I mean, it did end for him. All right. Here's the Uggos. Uh, We're looking at the Uggolies. Yeah, there's a picture of it. You're going to want to just type in Tremail Sons. And and you'll see a picture of these guys. I'm throwing this out there. Guess which one's the dad? (laughs) Look, I'm saying this dude right here. On the bottom? No, 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 no. This guy right here? The guy in the left. That's not his son. Yeah. His wife been fucking around because that looks nothing like him. Yeah, that looks like a Gallagher. That, yeah, like, that looks like I agree. It's like Nacho Libre on the bottom. She, she, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Nacho yeah, for real, dude. That's a stash. Shit. But this one, his wife's been fucking like the whole cast of Sopranos. You know, <laughs> like, oh, it's a whole that fucking guy. There's a whole cast. That's of not Atari. a Polish man. Oh my goodness, he's a Espanoli. He kind of looks like Don Rickles, but like not funny. Yeah, no. And he's, a bad man. He's a terrible toad person. How, so he died in 2012 thinking the apocalypse was happening. I don't know about that last part because you were trying to shove it down my throat and put words in my mouth. <laughs> but he did die in April 2012 from shitty heart syndrome. Left his business <laughs> to his ugly ass son, Sam, Gary, and Leonard. Um, now that we've thoroughly shit on this man, what did you say? Like, yeah? Yeah, no, he's a shitbag. I would like to let everyone know that he is a deep philanthropist for Holocaust survivors. I understand that. I mean, feels good, man. That's good, yeah. dude. Even, um, even the shitty people do good things. So get, wait, I, when you said that you passed on, when he passed on his business to his sons, he was still managing Atari. Uh, he had like an old Godfather like stance. Like I'm the figurehead. I'll step in when my sons are sick or on vacation. Like so he still does Atari, but even though Atari like makes pretty much garbage nowadays. Yeah, he was the guy to run everything for. Dude, do you like Frogger? Uh, yeah, actually, the game's fucking hard if you yeah. keep playing it. Do you like Frogger, but like, um, for forty years of just playing just Frogger? No. Okay, that's Atari. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> HD remix. No. Yeah, dog. No. I'm looking remix. through my notes. Another another point of how cheap Jack Tramell was. He would ask you to make a V2 of a model, like oh. Do, do the Commodore PETV2, or I don't know, let's just say that, PET version 2. Right. But I want you to fit that new computer in its old casing so we don't have to update the packaging. <laughs> it's just like, holy shit, really? Like, your computer is stagnating because you don't want to update the styrofoam mold to get shipped in? Yeah. 
That's like re- he was a cheapskate. That's yeah. like recycling Christmas paper from last year. <laughs> Just imagine <laughs> if like the PS5 looked exactly like the PS4 because Sony didn't want to change the box it shipped See, in. Apple gets away with it now because people are like the apples. Yeah. Too much. Remember when the 5 came out and then all of a sudden the 5C came out? Yeah. And it was the same phone. That's what happened. That's like my love life. I try to brand my dick as the what? same dick. <laughs> I understand. Hold on. I'm gonna talk. I'm. I'm not gonna talk about your dick for a second. But Atari, they were responsible for the ET game. Um, yes. Which is interesting because I watched a documentary about that, and it really seemed like more of the production studio behind ET. I think that was Paramount, mm-hmm. which really made that fucking awful. And uh, the the designer behind that game had done several games beforehand, crushed it. I don't have any examples on me because I'm fucking hammered. I've seen and that, I yeah, didn't yeah, 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 for but the sure. Desi- like you know, that guy gets a lot of guff for putting out the ET. Oh well, yeah, game, he, made, he, but made like he did a weeks, great. Right? Yeah, he made like a, a fucking game like yeah, that in three weeks. weeks. Fucking yeah. crazy. The, like, yeah, the studio really wanted to reflect a game, and uh, the movie sucks, and the game sucks. Yeah, so that works exactly. Yeah. The the worst person out of that whole story that I feel like. The worst for right. we got is fucking the anchor video game near James just... Ralph because they buried the if you know the story of the ET cartridges they oh, buried yeah. it into a landfill right somewhere in I think Nevada or New Mexico yeah and James Ralph the angry video game nerd came out with the the angry video game nerd movie mm-hmm. and it was all about finding the cartridges like a Shangri La like yeah like a Shangri La of like finding the cartridges of ET. Right. And like two months before his movie came out, they found the cartridges for E.T. Yeah, and another film crew was there. Yeah, it was like a documentary That's film. That's rough, crew. man. And I was like, dude, I love your shit. You're the best Sorry. guy. Sorry, Mr. Nerd, Ralph. But you'd... Yeah, it was called Atari Game Over. That's the name of the documentary that mm, was following okay. yeah. the people yeah. around looking for that. So James Rolfe got kind of shysted, not intentionally. No. Um, it is bad timing. Bad timing, yeah. yeah. But that was watch that documentary. You get an inside look of what the Atari situation was and the big video game crash that happened in the late '80s because there was a big kick up and then all of a sudden it became less practical for a while. Nintendo helped us uh, make the industry fucking rad again. Yeah, Nintendo do. So yeah, that's the Rosemortem coverage of Jetramel. Killer script, man. On Trompreneur that shoved home computing so hard and so far down America's throat, America had to kind of agree that fuck him off. Just fuck off a little bit. It's too early. Look at us now. Yeah. It had to, 80s, it had to be like, what, another 30, 20 years before shit started landing? For sure. Windows being in every house was around in the early 90s. 95. Windows 95. Yeah. Started to kick off, like, that's the one thing that I feel like we, as like a our age demographic, we lived through a revolution. Like we remember a time where you know there was no internet, where oh, there was no God. cell phones, no computers. Well, no we com- had computers. Well, we did but have they computers. Weren't... Super basic. Yeah, but like, like it was your dad's computer, and yeah. like your your dad liked gaming, right? So you got to play games. I had a Commodore sixty four. Didn't so much like gaming. Didn't play no computer right. games. Didn't do it. But still, it's like, you know, nowadays you grow up and you have a phone right away, but like, when we, I remember making, in junior high, making calls from the payphone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, Mom, pick me up. Yep. Yeah. We probably so. used that same payphone in the school. Yep, we yeah. traded mono. 
And that is our roast mortem coverage of Tramel, Jack Tramel. Beautiful. Uh, Want to give a lovely shout out to one Kim Justice. She was a big old source for this entire thing. Not a lot of people are willing to shit on him, but uh, she was. Her YouTube channel YouTube coverage. is very thorough. She knows what she's talking about. What's her YouTube channel called? It's Kim Justice. Kim, Kim Justice. Kim Justice. Okay, cool. uh, great video game channel. Great. Uh, so good on her. Thank you very much. Fuck yeah. Yeah. One other thing that we'd like to fuck around with is video game deaths. Because oh. that's what we talk about. Speaking of that shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So I want to ask you folks right here. Uh, what are your favorite deaths in video games? Mike, I want to start with you. Me, I pick Isaac Clark from the Dead Space oh, series. I know, game. I know, yeah, that's a good one. So walk me yeah. through a death real quick, like Jesus what happens. Christ. Well, basically, you get ripped apart by aliens that you're fighting against. Necromorphs! Or necromorphs, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's pretty gruesome. You a lot of airlock deaths, I've yeah. seen. You get, like, sucked into pieces and shit. It's fucking gross. That's a gory one. Real brutal yeah. It's a real brutal fucking... It's a really great game. I like yeah. that name, too. Isaac Clark. Very, yeah. very everyman. It's one of my favorite games. The, the first Dead Space? So yeah. sick. I like 2. 2 was good, too. And 2 was, three two was, was good. 3 got weird. Yeah. With like the, I like how I played one. the first one. And never went on to play the other ones. 2 was good. I, I, also, I don't do well with horror games. That's why I didn't play it. And, yeah. Uh, so, Travis, who do we got? I'm gonna pick, uh, from Shemu. Uh, Ryo Hazuki, his dad. Oh, what is this? Oh. I don't remember his dad's name, but Landy just punched him in the chest. <laughs> just gave him a little kapow! And your dad, son. Oh, no, and your dad. And then Ryo Hazuki has to go travel in 1980s Japan saying, Do you remember that day with the black, black car? car? <laughs> the incident. The incident with the black car. The incident with the black car. That's pretty much the entire game. You're just trying to find out who killed your dad and his Landy. Spoilers. Mm. <laughs> wow, fuck that game then, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, guess what? To, that uh, came out in 1999, so idiots just play it. Spoilers don't matter, dog. Yeah, yep. true, true, true. Mm. Jack died in Titanic. Just throwing it out there. Shit. Old as hell. Hell yeah. Same concept. You know that a lot of people died in the Titanic accident? Yeah, yeah there was... It's not good. A yeah. lot more, yeah, more than usual died. Also, uh... On what, boat. Yeah, also there was like the Zeppelin that fell. Andy Cody, Harley. what about you? Harley. My favorite deaths of all video game... Uh, franchise, I guess, would be that of T. Yoshisor Munchakupas. Whoa. Most popularly known by Yoshi. Oh, okay. Oh, Yoshi boy. Yoshi. You always, like, Yoshi jump off of him and, you know, sacrifice jump him into a pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. when you were trying to get those gaps. Yeah, know, yeah, he was really useful in uh, Super Mario World. Just let this little animal uh, die. It's yeah. Super Mario Sunshine. He fucking atomized when you touched water. It was very strange. You could Clearly, see, he was in pain the entire time he was falling apart to molecules. Ooh, that's Mario crazy. is a fucking he's monster. He's a fiend. He's a monster yeah. that does not appreciate other species. Yoshi is clearly a subhuman, you know, race organism to him. And then he's got that fucking like uh, symbiotic relationship with his hat in the uh, new game. Odyssey, it's weird. It's so fucking weird. What a fucking monster. It's all in his head, dog. It's all in his head. Because it's so, all there. You go. T. Yoshisor Munchakupas. Yeah. Dog. Often, often slaughtered for the good of the Mario. I yeah. like it. I like. I like that. I like yes. the good placement. Tom, it's your fucking turn. I'm going simple, but yeah. also hot with mm. some Hotline Miami. Oh. oh. When, so you're shooting these Russian mobsters, right? But when yeah. you knock them down with a door or something, or, 
or or hit them one way, mm. and you stand on top of them and you fucking crush them, and they spend the extra frames to really make you feel the impact, even oh, though it's yeah. just top down pixel art. Yeah, it just paints this fucking gory picture, and I love it, and it's beautiful, and I love Hotline Miami. Oh, I love that game so much. It's so great. Just uh, just like. On a few levels, just like number ten in the world. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Travis, is a, yeah, Travis, pretty good. Travis, Travis is a yeah, man, there's nothing more like fucking sticking your your thumbs through a Russian oh man's skull. Oh my god, yeah, that <laughs> fucking game is killer. <laughs> yeah, so video game deaths. You want yeah, video games. There's video our favorites. Games. You let us know what yours are. Yeah, write in, subscribe, do whatever, or yeah, comment. Or just come on down to the booth and let us know. Yeah, come to the booth. We we're at. The Frog's Milk booth. Come knock on the we glass. we own that yeah. shit at PAX East. We're going to be there all weekend long. That's right. you got to come down to booth 23093. Yep. That's the Frog's Milk slash Italian Air booth at uh, PAX East, yeah. Boston. Come play uh, our game. What's the fucking Play date? our demo. April 5th to April 8th. 8th. That's right. It's four days this year. They upped it. Ah. These guys made a very great game about a spicy little boy who jumps around and mighty meatballs. Yep. Everyone helped. Yeah. No Eventually. meatballs just yet. We'll but he in. will, though. There will be yeah, meatballs. Well, we have this meatballs. is a yeah. game in development. Yes. Oh, yeah. Indie, indie developed. Basement build. Feels good, man. Mm. Strutting her stuff spicy. at uh, PAX East. Yeah, come on by. Get some stickers. This is our second and year at sure. PAX East. Yeah, second year. Uh, Same booth. Second year. Feels good, man. Yeah. Uh, we're, we we like going there so much. Welcome Pax is, home, Pax man. is a great event. It was Feels a lot good. of fun. All so the way if through. you're there, just come hang out for a bit. You know, we're yeah, there right. every day. If you're not there, fucking say hi anyway. Yeah, say hey on Instagram. We'll kill or you. Twitter. We'll kill you if you mention us. Yeah, exactly. We'll kill you. Put you in an obituary. Ah, yeah, love us so much. All right, dogs. So, Tom, where can they find you specifically? You can find me on Twitter at Sanched, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Travis Legion uh, with two little E's. Tiny ones. Tiny E's. Tiny, tiny E's. You can find me on Twitter at Cody McCann, C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. What about you, Mike? Mike, you got a shit. Do you want to talk shit? Do you want to talk shit? Talk shit, Mike. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Regan with two N's. There you go. And you can follow us, the collective, at the collective, the collective. at roast mortem cast on Twitter or Instagram. Mm. Fucking just let us know. I know. Say hi. Fucking, Say hi. Be a friend. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna fucking kill you. We'll tickle you. Yeah. We'll and then kill you. Thank you so much for tuning in. That wraps it means it up. a lot to us. We we'll love you, you little ninnies. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane, for listening. You all came to cream, and now I came to to cream. <laughs> That wasn't awkward. Mike, save us. Adios. Bye. Hi there. If you like what you just heard, we'd love to hear back from you. Yeah! Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, that's at it. Roast Mortem Cast. Yeah, that's right. That's us. That's us. And if you tag us on either one of those social platforms, mm-hmm. we will write an obituary for you. 
You sexy corpse, you. Yeah, write in. We're going to write an obituary for you. Make sure you tell a friend. Give us a subscription. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. How you're doing, too. Yeah. I want to know how I'm doing, how you're doing. It's just a good old knowing doing fest. Yeah. A knowing doing fest. That's right. Don't do it. Do it. Yeah. For me. Stick around right now for some obituaries and some outtakes. Here we go. Oh, shit. Some people died. Ghost childs. You made the end of the episode! Hey. You made it! You made it! You done did it! Congratulations! Whoa! Thanks for sticking with us. And it guess was a ride. what? We're gonna kill some people oh, that yeah. tagged us on Instagram or sent us comments on Twitter, whatever. One of those things. You tickled us on the socials. Yeah, That's you what's touched important. us. That's mm, what's important. That's right. Tom, who's gonna be killed All right. first? The first boy we got up to be slayed by our greasy hands this evening. Nick Tannock from New Jersey. New Jersey. So he reached out to us on Instagram, and Nick suggested that we do G.G. Allen. Do some coverage on that. Oh, cool. G.G. Allen boy. Good game, Allen. So we've got a couple people requesting that, Tom. You better write a good script for that boy. Don't oh, yeah. Up. I'm going to do a lot of research up. for him. So he suggested we do G.G. Allen and asked if he could be a guest because he has met Gigi Allen. Really? Yes. Mm. He met that boy. He is a man who's met a different man. Uh, a man. man covered in poop and <laughs> man meat. Up to the gills and heroin and child pornography. I, I kind of want to know what happened when he met this guy. I do too. So I think what's going to happen, we'll arrange something with Nick Tannock because I would like to have him on the episode oh, yeah. for our Gigi Allen coverage. It's, it would be nice to get a little firsthand. Absolutely. Also, Nick Tannock has a sexual shop oh, <laughs> on, the, on, on the internet at yourkinkyfriends.com. So that's yourkinkyfriends.com. Check out his website. He's a host of three other podcasts, Consensually Speaking with Geo. I don't know who Geo is, but... Geo, you know Geo. He's from Jersey. Fucking Geo. How you doing, Geo? And then we got Black People Kink. Huh? Okay. Oh. Yes. All right. Let's see what happens there. It's all kinky. And then... Questionable behavior. <laughs> that's up in the air. That yeah, so that's three what podcasts. we do every episode. Yeah, if, if, if you're hard right now listening to us, you might want to check out these podcasts. Wait, upcycle that boner. Is that that's that's my dick hitting the the table? Yeah, you're just keeps doing <laughs> up. I like that. I like that. Ruined a lot of audio without Travis. <laughs> yeah. So the way Nick dies in the old roast mortem obituaries is. He was getting a fresh load of dildoses at the shop. Okay. Oh! And he's loading them off the truck, thousands at a time. Like a gross of dildos. So that's only 144, my friend. Thousands <laughs> of dildos, Travis. I'm talking, I'm talking 10, maybe 100 times that amount. Ooh, to the point gross. where I have to point out the plural of dildos has a sneaky E in it. Does it? Yeah. Oh, with the, oh like <laughs> potatoes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but yeah, pot yeah, which would you rather fuck? Both. Can't have mashed dildo. So he's getting all these dingus. So he's getting all the dildises off the back of the truck. And as the flatbed truck is lowering itself, a, a pallet of mandingo-sized caucuses. Those are vicious. Oh. They, they drop and break his leg. Those and the driver's dense. gone off for a Jimmy John sandwich. Oh, so no. there's no one there to help him. Oh, no. So the crafty man that Nick is, he fashions himself some crutches with the said dildos <laughs> that crushed okay. his own leg. Okay. How rigid are these doughs? You know, they're, they're, but stiff enough to... Yeah, yeah. These these crotches are stiff enough to use. Rock as hard, crotches. my friend. Rock hard. <laughs> oh. 
So he the crutch. successfully fashions himself some dildos. Is that balls to get down him, or balls up? Well, it's many. You know, it's a it's it's just duct tape and, and oh, it's amalgamate of dildos. Yes, okay. it's many of them. Excuse me. So he's working his way to the hospital. In his crutches, he's made of dildos. With a with a hell of a story to the for the. Yes, but on the way, he must pass a church. Mm. And as he does, a gaggle of nuns sees him and Uh. goes blind with virgin rage (gasps) and beats the living hell out of Nick. With just what? for excessive, oh well, um, rosary beads mostly, <laughs> bony fists, bone, bony, bony fists. Well, dude, some nuns are pretty young. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Nuns. yeah. Also, Especially, rosary beads replacement for anal beads. Yeah, for if it's you're saying. if you're a starter, still a virgin. Yeah. yeah, that's baby, baby steps. So Nick was beaten to death by a couple dozen nuns on their way to Six Flags. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Just for trying to save his own life. You, you couldn't because they saw the dildoses. They couldn't handle. They don't know how to hang. Tragic. He, to save himself, he should have like fashioned some kind of like nunchuck dildo that fends off nurses. That's super effective against nurses. We just nurses, nuns, 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 nuns. <laughs> yeah, nuns. you just you just threw in like a subtle pun there. Nunchucks. No, yeah. Mm. You're ah! Throwing the nuns. You're but anyway, all, that's free. That's yeah. for you and free. Yeah, but he's dead now, and it's because nuns and uh, being crafty Hell and dildards. So that's uh, that's that's Nick. We'll talk to you soon, bud. I can't wait to have you on for the GG Allen. Hell yeah. My turn to kill a fucker. Godfire. I got... Now, I've been told this is a Metal Gear reference. Shai Halud mm-hmm. of Instagram. Tickled, tickled our Instagram gland, if you will. Let um, us have it. His name is Alec. He is forestry services student from Petersburg. Uh, not Petersburg. Petersburg, Ontario, Canada. He's a lumberjack oh, yeah. from Canada. He's got flannel on flannel. Super oh, nice, actually. Shit. Very nice people. The, Great people. The kindest people. Great people. To the point where it might be fatal to them. <gasps> oh, shit. A friend, Alec, doing his forestry thing out in the Canadian wilderness, Ontario, if you will, suddenly caught in a moose avalanche. And these being Canadian moose, meese, moose, mooses, are Mouses. hockey jerseyed and very drunk. Oh, were so they getting just, out of It's just a huge fucking mess tumbling down the mountain. Were that they can- getting out of a game? Oh yeah, after, they're always getting out. Of I was say that was like me if I was in. I like hockey. Oh yeah, this is about to say. So like horrible train of moose, drunken moose, jerseyed moose coming down the mountain. He's scrambling to safety. Gets to a lodge, an A-frame lodge, one of which could sustain the avalanche. Gets to the fucking doormat. However, there's another Canadian at the doormat, holding the door open, and our friend Alec <laughs> cannot decide which Canadian is going in the A-frame lodge first. They both perish. Outside in a moosey avalanche. Trying to hold the door open for each yeah. other? Well, getting smothered yeah. by that moose fur? There's, no, no, you save your life first. They're too please, kind. Please you, please, you save your life first. Too fucking kind, to Canadians. To the point where they both perished, but that's how Canadians die. Together. Together yeah. with a brother. And honorable. Hey, we tried together, eh? And usually a moose and hockey. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, pretty Maybe some on. syrup. I didn't want to go down that route because you know how they get. So, so, oh, well, Alec, that's rough. Man. Yeah, how did Alec uh, get, oh, get awarded this death? Your boy Alec says, Otzi the Iceman would be a cool show. <laughs> it's a Neolithic murder mystery. What's not to like? Oh, shit. That's Otzi the Caveman. If you don't know anything about Otzi, we're going to learn you a little bit right now. Guess what? The last person that Instagrammed at us is Otzigram. Otzigram? Yeah, this is... That is weird? This is the Iceman, and they, he has takes all these fucking great selfies of him, like, eat, like drinking smoothies in his classic position, like, hands dabbing, kind eating of. Eating those acai bowls. Yeah, dog. Suntan. Eating a, a chilled drink. 
as soon as you're thawed out. Hell yeah, he's doing it. So I'm just assuming that he is from the Austrian-Italian uh, border in the Alps. Yeah, that would make sense. That's, that's, where, that's, you know, that's where, where he's from. from. Yeah. That's where he's from. Yeah, got it. And uh, he, he said to us, it, I'm available if you ever need a guest star, because he knows a lot of dead people. Oh! Alright, so the way he died, because there's a lot of mystery around this, and I do want to do an episode on him. Right. It is a Neolithic murder mystery. Who done it? Who done it? We don't but know. I, I I think I figured it out. Time. He was strolling through the Swiss Alps oh. or Austrian Alps. Mm-hmm. And uh he came across a tropical smoothie. He's like, let's go get some smoothies, dog. Oh no. Nah. Let's get some smoothies. Where and then he going? added a little bit extra of the vitamin B twelve. He added some caffeine in there. <gasps> And he was getting jazz. He was adding all those. He's getting fucking, that way stuff. Yeah, getting that way. Yeah. yeah, he's Jamba in it. He's whatever. He's all snazzy. He's like, oh hell yeah! Now I'm about to go to the beach. I'm about like, to be I'm ripped. I'm about to shits. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to go to the beach. But he's in the mountains. How do you get down to the Italian beaches? How do you do oh. that? Take a sled, you oh, idiot. Okay. You're just gonna sled right just down. Keep that you can't momentum. just kickflip with anything. You need to skateboard or sled. Exactly. And he sledded way too fast. He busted right through all those Neolithic tribes. Straight in the ocean, like <laughs> launched off a bridge, like right in the ocean, in into Krakatoa. Did he go over oh, into shark? Krakatoa? No. Right? He landed in Krakatoa. Krakatoa. But surprisingly, he was very, very strong bones, and someone fished him out, and he was dead at this point. And, and, and they put him back in the Alps. Oh, they found okay. him. So he he was he was down there chilling on the beach. Oh, it's basically, kind of, it's like a circle of life. Yeah. That literally just happens to him every few centuries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he hates it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, my shit God. again? That's how he died. Yeah, awesome. Maybe we'll learn and how he actually died. Is he died. doomed to repeat that? That's That seems like the worst death Dude, we've Well, if we do out. an episode, I would like I would propose this. If we do an episode, we all have to come up with our most legitimate hypothesis. And if there's any overlapping, then you don't get any points and you have to drink. I think oh, he died. Right. I like that yeah, idea. Yeah, make a drinking Hell game yeah. out of make our, our game stories. Out of our mm. stories. All right, so those are the obituaries. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, you sexual beasts. Lots of Utsies. Uh, yeah. Lots of ice. Lots yeah, of some Utsies. Speaking icy, of Utsies, stay tuned for some Outsies. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That was out. Ow. You beat me to the joke. I was peeing, I came up with a saying, which is uh, creamy Jesus and the Christmas caper. Ah, oh, I like that. You say that, you know, I want to start saying that with something. Knocks me out of my socks, you know? Ooh, yeah, that's a good Here's one. some crazy news. Creamy Jesus is the Christmas caper. What <laughs> happened there? Whoa! Gosh darn, Tom, that's a great rootin' tootin' phrase. It sure is. What Je- happened there? Creamy Jesus and the Christmas caper. Yeah, unless you take the actual ink and you put it into little syringes on the end of Where your typewriter you and type them into your arm really quick. Don't it's like a tattoo that. machine, but it goes deeper into your veins. Don't do that. All work I've and met no someone... play makes Travis a silly, silly fuck. <laughs> yep, I met someone that did that once. He died. Shit. Everyone, everyone, be it up. Appropriate. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Commodore. Commodore sixty four.